What's up, Plants and Pillars X? It is a lovely Saturday evening. We're going to talk about being the plug. We're going to talk about the plug today. Awesome, awesome. Now, most times in context, you know the plug is the person you, you go to. They got everything, anything you want. You need a Snickers, they got it. School supplies, doing school. Anytime you need school supplies, you got that one person you go to. They your school supplies plug. Anytime you need a pencil, they got that pencil. Anytime you need some paper, they got that paper. You need an eraser, got it. You need a piece of lead, got it. You got a piece of gum, got it. You got you got this one plug that you got for everything that you could possibly need. Your parents, you need a ride, they your, your ride plug. Now, there's there's a worldly version of plugs, but we ain't going to talk about the, the worldly versions that y'all going and getting whatever you getting that you ain't supposed to be getting. Plugging up your body. That's your temple. But anyway, we ain't going to talk about that on today. We're going to talk about another kind of plug. So our scripture reference for today is going to be Job, not Job, Job, Job 22:27, chapter 22, verse 27 and it says you will make your prayer to him and he will hear you and you will pay your vowels not vowels i'm sorry vows you will do your part you will pay your debt so like i said we're going to be talking about the plug how many have an actual active prayer life i know i'm not going to get an answer if it's a podcast but still um at least once a day, it's just you and God. Just you talking to him, meditating. Uh, he'll talk back. And you're just going for direction. Maybe you're just going to say hi. Maybe you just need to be in Jesus' presence. It's just you and God, y'all talking, y'all conversing. All right? Now, most of us have a cell phone, right? You, if you're listening, I'm sure you have a cell phone or you have an electronic device at some point. So what happens when you use your phone all day? What happens? It dies, right? Now, when it dies, what do you need? A charger. Most of y'all got a charger with you. You take that charger everywhere you go. Because just in case you hit, you see that 10%, you get that notification, you need a plug. Oh, y'all, y'all need a plug. You need a wall outlet to charge your phone. So your charger gets plugged into an outlet that has what? What does the outlet provide? It provides power. So if your phone dies and you're lacking power, then it's dead, right? You, your phone is dead. That's what we say. Well, my phone died. You know, it's without power. You, you can't do anything. Well, the first point that I want you to take from this is that prayer has power. All right? And you're like, well, I've prayed before. I've tried and nothing worked. I talked to God. I did this and I waited. And nothing's happened. Well, how do you know you don't already have the answer? What if God gave you the answer already, but you're too focused on life to see it? You're too focused on expecting God to show up and show out when the answer is right there in front of you. He's telling you, hey, it's right there. And you study and say, why? Why, God? Why is this happening? I'm praying and I'm trying. To, I'm just like, hey, hey, 
You asked me for it. I gave it to you. You're not doing nothing with it. I gave you the answer. It was just one. To, it wasn't in the form that you wanted me to answer. Your your every life and death lies in the power of your tongue. You have power to speak into existence whatever it is that you can act, say, think, anything. If you need it, if you stand in the need of it, and you have an active, consistent prayer relationship with God, it's going to give it to you with no question. But you got to be careful when you pray, because He might use you as an answer. You might. Like, say, for instance, Christmas time, you see that family, you know that they might not have the best Christmas, and you're like, God, just bless them. Do whatever you can to help them. And he'd be like, okay, well, you take your Christmas and give it to them. you be like, wait a minute. Hold on, Jesus. That's not, that's not exactly what I meant when I said because God might use you as an answer. You might pray for somebody else, and you might be the answer to that prayer. Prayer has so much power. It's just taking that time to talk to God and to act, make your wants and needs. He already knows them, but it's about you taking them to him instead of you trying to do it on your own. That, that's where that's where the power comes from. That's where your faith comes to play. And that's where God really looks to see, okay, who's going to be for me and who's going to be against me. Okay, the, the second point here I have here is to pray consistently. You can't pray and go to God only when you need something. That's not how that works. Um, back to the phone analogy, how often do you charge your phone? Almost every second of every day. You just at home with the phone plugged up just in case you're just ready to go. 100% all the time. you just leaning all across your bed. you all across the couch because ain't no stension cord. But my phone got it. You you sit at the same seat on the chair every time because that's the closest to the outlet. So why aren't we like they with God? If we have some, if we have an outlet, if we have a plug, so mighty and grateful, why are we not sitting by the plug, absorbing all the power that we can? That that's nice. How do you go out into the world? on a daily basis without plugging in and getting charged by your source, your outlet, your power supply. God. That is, prayer is that link for us. That, that uh, you, you need a way to get to him, that's it. And it doesn't have to be loud. You don't have to be, you don't have to stand up and Jesus, Father God, in the name of, you don't have to do all that. You can just say, Jesus, right. Jesus, just help me through the day, God. Thank you for waking me up. You ain't even got to be that loud. You just be like, thank you, Jesus. I don't know what, I don't know how I was going to get out of there, but just thank you for waking me up. You know, it's just you and Jesus. It's just you and God. You don't have to be loud about it. You don't have to, you don't have to make a public statement. All right, I'm about to pray. You know, unless you're corporate prayer, you know, everybody praying together, everybody needs to show reverence to God. But if it's just you and God, you don't, you don't just have to do that. You can just... Stay in your room. Just put, give God five minutes consistently on a daily basis. Make it make it a part of your routine before you even get out the bed. You know how long it takes us to get out the bed? You can just take a couple of the minutes and just be like, thank you, Jesus, for waking me up. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did. My, my light's still on. I still got clothes on my back. My house is still standing. Just thank you. Help me get through this day, Lord, because you know I got this one person at school or on the job, and you know, Lord, they're going to act this nerve today because they did it yesterday, and I just feel they're going to do it today. Just talk to them. If you need the strength, he'll give it to you. If you need the wisdom, he'll give it to you. If you need the direction, he'll give it to you, but you got to ask for it. 
how you gonna act if you're not praying? And don't don't only talk to God when you need something. In the in in the midst of you feeling like that everything is gonna go wrong and nothing is going right, that's when you need to pray the hardest. That's when you need to be the closest to God. And even when you feel like you're doing something wrong, nine times out of ten, you're probably doing something right, which is why everything is happening the way that it is. You gotta stay close to the plug. You don't just let your plug off for anybody and everybody. You don't give your plug out. This in particular plug we need to, but you got to stay connected. Stay plugged in. Stay charged up. Stick to the source. Right? On our third point, pray with fire. What does that mean? Pray with fire. Am I supposed to go and light a match or something before I start praying, Jesus, I need candles? No, that's not what this is. Pray with fire. Pray like you know it's already done. You've got to pray with persistence and the knowledge and and knowing that it's going to come to pass. When you speak something, it makes a difference. Like I said, life and death lies in the power of the tongue. Our, your prayers work. Our prayers work. And if you don't believe it, go and find an elderly woman or elderly. Go ask grandpa, granddad, auntie, uncle what how they know that prayer works or how you know God is real. And they'll tell you they've seen it done. I've prayed for things and saw them come to pass, prayed over people and saw the situation get better. You praying for, don't just pray for yourself, also pray for others. There's power in your prayer. It doesn't, and especially if you got a prayer, especially if you're a prayer warrior, if you know once you start getting that, once you get that relationship down, and you know and you can see that your prayer works and it moves things and life and death lies in your tongue. And once you become a prayer warrior and people start coming to you to pray for them, that's how you know that prayer has power. It's always going to have power. Um, pray and then you got to pray and then you seek. So after you pray and you done prayed your best prayer and you done said everything and you done got all your wants, all your needs out and you done thanked them for everything you've done, you got to seek. Faith without works is dead. You can't just pray and then sit back and think God's going to handle it. God's going God gonna to just put it right there with a red boat on it right there in front of your door. That's not how it works. You got to seek. Go deep. You know, read your Bible. You be like, okay, Lord, I prayed for this yesterday. And I understand I prayed for it yesterday. But um, I, just need, I just need you to give me the strength to get through it today. Because I know it's not going to just show up. But I just, I just, I just need strength today while I'm waiting. You got to wait. Waiting is going to be the hardest thing that you do with God because everybody, we live in a microwave uh, generation where everything is just there. Amazon Prime, two days. Uh, You can order food and it's there. They say 45 minutes or less or 30 minutes or less. It's it's about quick, quick, quick. We need it now. Need it now. It's my money and I need it now, but God is not like that. You can't tell God one thing at four o'clock or ask them for one thing at four o'clock and expect it by five or ask for it on Monday and it's got to be there by Wednesday. That's not how God works. God is not a magician. This is not, this is not no type of genie or voodoo or nothing like that. He's God. He's going to give it to you, but it's one, it's not going to be in your time. And two, it may not be in the manner of which you asked it. So you got to be careful what you ask for and what you pray for because it, it may be something that you weren't quite ready for, or it wasn't something that you expected it was going to be. You have to 
one one thing that I think that a lot of people struggle with is repentance. When you pray about something and God, and you, you gotta pray for Him to forgive you. You know, you gotta take some self accountability and to repent. It just means to turn. So you're turning away. So if you're asking God to forgive you for something, you have to seek to change. Okay, you have to try to go about something differently. You can't ask God to change your heart or to remove something from you. Say you're um, say you're smoking weed. You, you're trying to stop. Trying to stop. Trying to stop. You can't say God, please. I want to stop, but then you go and you like that button anyway. That's not how this. That's not quite how it works. Because if you you asking for one thing, but you're doing another, yes, it's an addiction. But you have to seek to try to do better. You have to repent, turn away from it. Uh, every time that it's coming to your presence or it's coming to you, you gotta be like, okay, God, I, I got enough strength to resist today. I, I don't want to do this today because I asked you to remove it from me. So if I make the first step, I know that you'll take it the rest of the way. The plug. The plug. He he has every literal thing that we could possibly think of. He created the earth that you walk on. The breathe the breath that you breathe every day, he put it into you. He 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 spoke he breathed his breath into dust and created us, created Adam. Took Adam's rib and created Eve. He is li- he's our literal plug for anything. You need healing, he's got it. You need deliverance, he's got it. You need patience, he's got it. You need love, he's got it. You need a dad, he is it. You need a mom, he is it. You need a friend, he's the best friend you'll ever have. You need a comforter, he'll, he'll be the thickest blanket you've ever seen, the softest blanket you've ever seen. He'll be anything that you could possibly need. And if you don't think that he, you need a mechanic, watch him work. If you don't think God can change any situation and change any person and use whatever he can for his will, you're wrong. If you don't think that he can do it, you're wrong. That's what he wants. He wants you to plug in, tune in. First, as soon as your eyes open, right before they close at night, he wants you plugged in. He wants to be the source of your joy. The source of your contentment. Pray. Talk to him. If, you, if you're in a season and you don't know what you're supposed to be doing, just say, God, what do you want me to do? Whatever it is that you want me to do, God, I'll do it. I'll do it with an open heart and an open mind. I just need you to tell me where. I've been, I'll be a little transparent, I've been conflicted with what God wants me to do and what I want to do myself. I stay in prayer. God, what is this? God, what is this? What do you want me to do here? Lord, they tested me, Jesus. What am I supposed to do? You, you, God, you know. You know this is not me. I, I don't do this. But you got me here for a reason, so what is it? It's, it's, it's okay to ask God why. It's okay to ask why he has you there, what you want him to do. It's different when you begin to question God. That's the difference. Asking God for an explanation and questioning God is two different things. So you got to be careful there. Be careful how you go to God. You got to humble yourself. You can't go to him like you like you bigger than him. Like you can take care of it yourself. You got to relax. You got to calm spirit, open mind, open heart. Just be like, God, what? 
I'm confused. I'm lost. I, I don't understand everything my pastors say. I don't understand everything mom and dad is trying to tell me. I don't understand what they're trying to teach me in school. I don't get it. I need help. And it's okay to need help. I, our society has made it like that everybody is self-made, self-sufficient, and that everybody got it on their own. That's not the case. Because we wouldn't be here had God not sent his son. Nothing, nothing that we see today would be here had not Jesus died for our sins. He died for our sins. He gave his life so that we could live his. Jesus was on for 33 years and he lived a sinless life, yet we can't go one day without sin. Everybody sins. It's a, it happens. But it's about you, your relationship with God. It's about your prayer life. Your repentance. Your deliverance. Your salvation. You have to make an effort to change. If you want to be better, okay, start. Do it. Be better. Don't ask God to change you and you're not willing to change. Don't don't ask God to to intercede and to make ways and you're not going to take them. And when you pray and you talk to God, you have to listen and be receptive. Some people just ask God, they go to God and they ask for one thing and then that's it. They don't talk to God for another two, three weeks. That's not how this works. How would you feel if you had one friend that only talked to you when they needed something? Or you got a cousin that only talked to you when they need something? They only come to you when it's convenient for them. That's how you think God would feel. That's, that's, not, that's not the relationship that he wants. That's not a relationship you would want. And if that's how it is right now, and you're tired of being used, and you don't have anything left to give, you need to go to God and say, okay, God, I've given everybody every other part of me. I want to give you what's left so that you can take it and multiply it and use it for the glory and uplifting of your kingdom. Here I am. Use me as you may. Do what you want to do. You're the plug. And I'm coming to you for everything that I need. I'm ready to plug in, be committed, do what it is you want to do. You got to be ready. You got to be willing to understand that prayer has power. You have to understand the power that prayer has, when to use it, how to use it, and your benefits from it. You have to pray consistently. Don't pray to God only when you need something, only when it's convenient to you or when your spiritual battery is dead. You got to pray with fire. Pray knowing that it's already done. Praying knowing that God is God. He's the greatest of all. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He was here before everything was created and he'll be here long after. Praying, seeking, God, wanting more. And if you're asking for help, you got to repent. You got to turn away from that thing that you're asking God help with. If, whether it's, if it's that friend, 
that just don't do right. It's that boy or girl that just won't act right. It's that job that undervalues you, treats you bad, talks to you bad. Maybe it's an addiction. People can be addictions too. But you got to repent. You got to turn away from it and give it to God. Consider yourself as your cell phone. Your prayers are your charger. God is the outlet, our plug. Your desire from your prayer should be about your relationship with God. Not solely on what he can provide. So if you're your phone, our prayers are a charger. And God's our plug. You should be plugged in all the time like your phone is. You are your phone. Don't let your spiritual battery die. Don't let your spiritual battery die and give the devil the opportunity and the motive to move in. Because you know when your phone dies, it takes a minute for it to turn back on. Once it's plugged in. Don't give the devil that opportunity, that time, that space to move in. Use your plug. God's the plug. 